When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia showdown. The inner geekdom tournament continues, and it has been a hell of a ride so far. I'm Christian Harloff, joined, as always, by the one and only Baby Carrots, Mark Ellis. Christian, cannot thank you enough for sending me this beautiful 75-inch TV to display with. And you even threw in the John Riggins poster, which I didn't ask for. So thank you to you and your entire family. Uh, It was very nice of you. But let's get down to business here, Christian, because not only do we have a compelling match between two, I'd say, relative newbies to inner geekdom. We know what one can do a little bit more than the other one, but they're both formidable competitors. And the winner, uh, boy, do they get a treat in playing somebody who's setting the entire Schmodown world on fire lot of storylines bursting right now brandon the hitman hannah won his match did his job uh look he talked a lot of smack but he backed it up and he finds himself waiting will it be the newcomer jen the meme queen kemp she is she is officially a rookie yes she debuted in the free-for-all but she hasn't had an official match in the movie trivia schmodown so that she is a rookie and she is managed by sam levine of the usual suspects who is looking for a big win here now the other side mark someone who really needs a big win is roxy stryer Roxy Stryer is looking at the She lost that play-in match with Vebita. Obviously, the Quibedo match didn't go her way. So she is, this is a big one for her. She knows it. She knows that Alex Damon has done a lot for uh, the league in general with all his Star Wars wins and picked her up a big, uh, you know, a, a bunch of points at, at, in Atlanta when he defeated Emily Rose Jacobson. 
That's right. So Christian, it's really a tale of multiple cities here when you look at both the competitors and the managers because you have Alex Damon fighting out of Atlanta. Then you have Sam Levine managing his opponent, Jen Kemp. Sam, Chicago is what I give him. But then you have Jen and Roxy both repping the great city of Bastard. So is that Boston slugger mentality going to come out between manager and opponent? It's going to be a fun one to watch both from a competition and from a managerial standpoint. Yeah, there's no bad blood here, obviously, between the two of them, because Jen wants to prove herself here as a new competitor. And what a way to do it against the longest reigning champion in any division we ever had in Alex the Demon Damon. Now, he's not a champion in Inner Geekdom, but he certainly wants to be. He's played in some of the exhibition matches and showed his weight there for sure. He is. We know what he does when he studies. The whole reason he became such a beast in Star Wars is because he lost a couple matches at Dragon Con. He said, yeah, no one's ever going to beat me again. And that's exactly what happened. Did you see what he did on Bar? Still sports he, he it was like four 55 against one and he destroyed every single one of them i think he was blindfolded mark yeah christian the, the guy is unreal and we know that and we see that in the toughest of settings and so i think that this is a nice gateway into the inner geekdom especially with the tournament environment for jen kemp because she does get to do it from the comfort of her abode and i think that that is going to make somewhat of a difference just as far as a comfort because if you're surrounded by familiar settings, like I have my couch here and I have my desk over there, I got my sweet TV that you bought me behind me, it makes one more comfortable than maybe somebody would be live on stage in front of raucous fans, even when Alex Damon was doing that in his hometown. There's no doubt about that. But besides that, Jen Kemp is also very proven in the fan leagues. She has has participated many times in the fan leagues and has become very popular in the fan leagues. So this is something not only comfortable being from her house, she's comfortable in this format because that is the way that those fan leagues have always been set up and what they've mastered. So Jen Kemp might have an advantage here over Alex Damon as we get into this match. But we've talked enough about it. You want to see how we got here and how the factions got here? There you go. Damon, right now, people think he's unbeatable. He might be one of the most dominant champions we've ever had in any division. And now he's become this, like, just Mike Tyson-like figure of Star Wars trivia. And I want him to not just dominate in one league, but two. If he puts that kind of study to this, this is a dangerous type of Kevin Smets-like player we could see. He is a Star Wars champion, and now we're going to put some respect on his name in IG. the luckiest manager alive because when you get the opportunity to manage somebody as amazing as Alex Damon, honestly, it's smooth sailing. I've had this belt for like two years and no one stepped up to the plate to take it from me. So, you know, it's just time for a new challenge and this is it. This ain't the Star Wars League, my friends. This is the Inner Geekdom League. And this thing has Jen Kemp written all over it. Who? Hi, my name is Jen Kemp, and I am a movie addict. She did write some questions for Schmodown at one point. Hasn't in a while, I believe. Had some fan league experience, too. That is honestly enough information, because now I know not to underestimate her. I've played against people from the fan leagues, like Kevin Smets and Robert Parker, and I know that she can be a legitimate threat. The question is just how big of one. You are going to learn the name Jen Kemp. She is going to clean house in this thing. Now, Sam Levine, 
He is, of course, one of the greatest players of all time. Players being the key word there. Not managers, because do you really know how to manage? I mean, maybe not if you brought on a band to play against a champion. Like the League of Shadows, I have been scheming behind the scenes of the Schmodown for years. Hell, I've been around since the days when Triceratops's roamed the earth. They were grand times. I also come from the city of champions, Boston, known for the likes of JTE, The Insider, and of course, Rachel the Crusher Cushing. This is my house. This is literally my house, and I am tired of being in here, but this will be a fun distraction. Look, Roxy, I know things haven't been going so well for you and the rock stars for uh, quite a while now, and uh, I don't think today's going to get any better for you. I haven't lost a single game in like two years, and I don't plan on losing today. As always, the great Nerd Chronic putting together a phenomenal, phenomenal promo to show you how we got here and how important it is for the rock stars. I mean, like they both, the usual suspects and the rock stars both need wins here. But Roxy, just a little bit more than Sam, I would say at the moment. You know, you, you said there's no bad blood between these two. And I would add to that sentence yet because just such fire coming from both competitors as far as a desire standpoint i mean you, you want to win today but you also want to advance in the tournament and i think that a lot of people are looking for whoever wins today to be able to not just advance in the next round but finally shut brandon hannah up so there's a whole lot riding on today's match all right well mark we got a chance to see them just a little bit in the promo but now we're going to bring them both on the manager of the usual suspects sam levine and the manager of the rock stars, Roxy Stryer. Start with you, Rox. Look, it's been a it's been a season so far for you. You've had some uh, some ups and downs, and right now this is big. Just how big is it? That's one way to put it, Christian. Yeah, I guess a couple ups and downs. Uh, it's huge. It's huge. But honestly, when you have something this big, it is, this might be the biggest match we've played all year. There's nobody that you would rather have playing it for you than Alex Damon. Alex Damon is a champion. Alex Damon doesn't fold under pressure. Like you said, he is somebody who rises to the competition. And when he loses, it just drives him further. Uh, and if he misses a question to him, that's like the pressure is on for himself. I don't have to do anything to put it there. So uh Honestly, I have all the faith in the world in him, and and he knows what this means for the rock stars. Sam, I got to ask you, Jen yeah. Kemp, she you know is a draft pick of yours, pretty mm-hmm. unknown in the in the showdown at the moment. Obviously, has a nice reputation inside of the fan leagues, but why the decision to go with the rook here in the tournament? Uh, rookie or not, um, she has a base of knowledge in inner geekdom that I have not seen in a long, long time. Uh, She is uh, probably the ace in the hole, I think, for the usual suspects. Um, I I cannot believe that we were able to snap her up in the draft, and I am so excited that everyone watching this match is going to get to see what I've known for some time about how great she is. Yeah, you know, Sam, you bring up people watching this match, and as we know, the Schmodown is growing by leaps and bounds every day, in a little bit part to my handsome looks, but mostly to all these new competitors that are coming into the league. So, Sam, let me start with you, and then Roxy, you can piggyback off his answer. If you were to tell somebody who's never seen the Schmodown before why they should be following your particular competitor, what's your best reason? Um... You know, we've got uh, a former uh, uh, singles champion. 
we've got uh, a lot of uh, players who are extremely high caliber, who have been in the league for a long time, who know this league inside and out. And, uh, you know, also, I was in a Quentin Tarantino movie, so I don't I don't know what else to give you. Fair enough. Roxy? Yeah. Mark, did you ask why we should be following our faction or our player? Roxy, I think that you should take a cue from Sam and answer that question however you damn well please. Uh, yeah, because you said to piggyback off him. Uh, let's be straight. I don't piggyback off anything Sam Levine does. Uh, I pave my own way and the way of the rock stars, who are the greatest faction ever to play in the Schmodown. And Alex Damon is one of the greatest players. I've been fighting for this for a long time, but he's somebody who should be talked about when we're talking about who's on the Mount Rushmore. What he's been able to do in Star Wars is unmatched by any other by any other division in this league and any other competitor in this league. Um, and now we're going to see him do it in inner geekdom. So if he's able to pull this off the way that I believe in him and the way that he believes in himself, then he definitely has secured his spot as that fourth person on Mount Rushmore of Schmodown players. Thank you, Roxy Stryer. All right, well, there you yeah. go, Roxy Stryer. Go ahead, Sam, Roxy wanna... knows that she can't piggyback off of me. I got that bad knee. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> the Jews. Well, Sam Levine and Roxy Stryer, the managers of both the usual suspects and the rock stars. Big, big match for both you guys. Good luck. Thank you so much, Christian. All right. So we're dropping both of these guys out here. It has begun. Mark, this is uh, this is big for both. They know it. It's so much fun, Christian. I mean, Alex Damon once positioned as the New York Yankees of the Star Wars division. And now you have Roxy Stryer's Boston Red Sox. They broke through in 2004 for the first time in ages. Sam Levine, Chicago Cubs. They did the same thing in 2016. Will Jen Kemp be the next franchise to finally break through here in 2020? Or will Alex Damon further his dominance like Hannibal storming through Europe back in the, I don't know, 200s, 300s? Oh, wait, Jen Kemp's a Red Sox fan? I just I just got word that Jen Kemp has forfeited. Don't you do it, Christian. Do not let your no. personal preferences come in here. Oh, she says she's not, so it's okay. She can play. All right. So with that, Mark, I'm ready. Are you ready? Go Orioles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. It is the Inner Geekdom Tournament. Introducing first, representing the usual suspects, making her Schmodown debut. Give it up for the meme queen, Jen Kemp. Jen Kemp making the debut. Jen, it's been a while. We have been waiting for this moment. We have talked about this moment. You are here making your official match, you know, for those people wondering. Uh, wait, wait, she's not a rookie. She played at the free fall. She's never competed in a match. In a match. So this is your first match. How are you feeling debuting in the Inner Geekdom Tournament? In the words of Hope Van Dyne, finally. Uh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, I, I, We don't need to talk about the free-for-all. That that didn't happen. We don't need to talk about that at all. But, uh, no, it's, it's, it's great to be here, even though I'm still here, and I'm a little sick of here. But we're here with the Schmodown, and uh, I'm really excited to be here and to be promoting the uh, usual suspects and i know i kind of look like i just kind of am a alternate of we didn't really have someone in inner geekdom but i love movies and if you love movies you get this inner geek and stuff anyway and i'm stuck home so i have study time 
You know, Christian, you look at Jen Kemp's background and you see just what a competitor she is. Jen, my question to you, it's all fun and games on draft night. We have the awards, we have the draft, and everybody's celebrating possibly being on a faction. But what did it feel like to you just moments ago having the $1,000 throat of Christian Harloff say, representing the usual suspects? It's a good feeling. This this feels like home in this faction. I feel like we're a bunch of like wise asses that are kind of chill. We we do our thing. We let our intellect speak for ourselves. We don't need to do big crazy videos about how we're going to kill everybody, but we know our knowledge and we know how to play the game. So it's a nice faction to be in. I'm just really proud to be in this tournament for them. Well, we're glad to have you in it, Jen. It's been a little bit, but finally you are debuting here and we're about to bring in your opponent. So just hold tight for just a moment as we bring in and her opponent representing the rock stars with a record of one win, no defeats in the inner geekdom division. He is the reigning. Star Wars movie trivia schmodown champion of the world, Alex the Demon Damon. Alex Damon, look at me. That's like he, he's on Oct 2 right now. Did he just appear from Oct 2? Just pulling a little Qui-Gon, a little meditation before I go into battle. I love it. I love it. Uh, look, I know you pretty well now, man. And I, I have seen the competitor in you, obviously, from your from your first debut match in Star Wars of how that, that big Fatal Five, and you're like, oh, no, that, that's not standing with me. I'm coming back. And boy, did you ever. People, say, like Roxy said, hard to argue. You're the most dominant champion we've ever had in any division. And you wanted to go into Inner Geekdom. You debut. You have that win against Emily. And you even said, you said, I performance was okay, but I need to go back and study. Is that what you've been doing? Yeah, I mean, look, win or lose today, the Inner Geekdom belt is going to be mine. It's only a matter of time. I know how to do this. I know how to keep belts. Uh, it's just a matter of time and watching some of those movies that I'm not already an expert in. Yeah, Alex, I was going to ask you what the study's been like, but maybe uh, we'll ask that post-match. So for now, I just need to ask you, you look at Jen Kempen, she's someone who's risen up from the fan leagues quite impressively, but still somewhat of an unknown as far as how she's going to be in the official Schmodown Inner Geekdom tournament. So if you had to compare Jen Kemp to one Star Wars character, who would you pick? Snoke. I mean, <laughs> who knows where she came from? Like, just... <laughs> just out of nowhere and i know not to underestimate anyone from the fan leagues i've played multiple of them i am snipped <laughs> here we go so we're gonna bring in snoke herself jen camp is here and the demon alex damon guys this is big match both your factions watching as we see sam and roxy looking on intently mark we got to go to round number one though how's that go Round number one, here are the rules. You may not rely on any CNET board games behind you for any help throughout the three-round match. In round number one, it's ten questions from ten different corners of inner geekdom movie trivia know-how. Each question's worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as either Christian or myself ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever tensile you have on whatever tablet you've provided for yourself from the comfort of your own home. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote on the whiteboard 
to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. And I'll remind competitors, old and new, that you each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match, named for famed Wisconsin muggle, JTE. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point by your manager throughout the three-round match. Christian, about time right. to get it on. And we got time to get it on here. So we start with Jen. Are you ready? I'm ready. And that's a really interesting thing to see, not actually see the things written. It's nice to hear it live. Well, well thank you. Maybe, maybe they don't block me with <laughs> the card the whole time. Well, it's too bad. Unfortunately, his face was blocked in the edit. I know, but I see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Alex, are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Here we go. Round number one. Question number one. This comes from the MCU. What actor plays the character Trevor Slattery in Iron Man 3? Okay, Christian, I am going to give you the task. You have two uh, beautiful daughters. If you had a son, you naming him Trevor? I don't know. It depends on how he looks. Five, four. He looks like a baby. Three, two, then no. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Jen. Totally forgot him. Okay, and Alex? Ben Kingsley. For one point. All right, so Alex starting out to drawing first blood as we get to question number two. All right, here we go in a world called Star Wars. The galaxy far, far away, but the question's right here now. And it is, what actor physically played Darth Maul in both The Phantom Menace and Solo? Which we hope everyone has seen Solo by now. Christian, I got so excited when I saw him pop up in Solo. Yeah, me too. I, I, I looked, I said, that's a deep cut, but I liked it. And five, you just four, three, two, one pens down, Alex. Ray Park. Yes, and Jen. This is where the Boston comes out. It's Ray Park. Ray Park <laughs> is correct. Uh, okay, next is even. Let's see. Sorry. Next question. This comes in the realm of Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Which character tosses Gimli over a gap in the wall in the Two Towers? So in the before times, I was a comedian, Christian, and I had a bit about Boston Star Wars. So maybe I should do one about Boston Middle Earth when I come out of this weird phase. What do you think? I like it. I, I'm down. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And Jen. Aragorn. Yes. And Alex. Aragorn. That's it. So three, two. Next question. All right. Moving on to the world of DC movies. And your question, it's a recent one. Who directed 2019's Joker? Yeah, me and uh, Gander for uh, having a couple lagas down by the uh, Shia. Uh-oh. It's getting there. Uh, not really. And five. It's a zygote. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. And Alex. Todd Phillips. Yes. And Jen. Academy not me. Phillips. Well done. Okay, next next question here, everybody. Next question. Marvel Films. Who voices the Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer? You know, I, I, I have never caught either one of these movies. What am I missing? Sell me Christian George. No, I will not do that. You ever seen him? Yeah. Five. Four. Three. Two, one, Jen. 
You're missing Chris Evans. It's Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, it is. And Alex. Not Chris Evans at his best, though. Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Any Chris Evans is good Chris Evans. <laughs> All right. So ne- we, right now we see the score. Damon 5, Jen Kemp 4. One point lead by the current Star Wars champion. That's right. Just a little stumble out of the gate, but Kemp has since kept up with Alex Damon as we have now surpassed the halfway point around number one. Your question number six in the world of Harry Potter. And that query is, at what fictional London location does Harry exit the night bus in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban? Big fan of this, these movies. You know that, Mark? Yeah, you you made me sit down and binge all of them, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I I, I don't know that I'm going to revisit them. Yeah, five, four. But they're good. Three, two, one. Pens down and Alex. The Leaky Cauldron. Yes, and Jen. The Leaky Cauldron. That's in London, he says. That's absolutely right. Well, Leaky Cauldron is correct, and they both get it right here. Mark, we see ourselves once again. Only one point, but Damon has the lead, 6-5, as we get to our next question. That next question, Star Trek movies. Who played Dr. McCoy in 1979's Star Trek The Motion Picture? Uh, man, I think... I'm pretty sure I saw on the news one time that this dude was actually claimed he got abducted by aliens at one point. Really? I got to research that before I say it on the internet. Five, four, three, two, one. And we start with Jen. DeForest Kelly. DeForest Kelly is correct. And Alex? I went Walter Koenig. Wow. So Jen's able to tie it up there, too. And I can see Sam Levine. Big double fist pump there. Six, six. Six, six. We tie it up. That's right, Christian. The threat of a perfect round has disappeared, but the threat of a competitive match, well, that is loud and clear. Your next question, this is your eighth in the world of the DCEU, and the query is, which DCEU character said, love your perfume? What is that? The stench of death? Interesting. I really am proud of the way I delivered that question. I liked it. I thought it was a very Shakespearean way to do it. (laughs) <laughs> five four three two one pants down please and alex shazam uh mark i don't know incorrect uh, incorrect and jen is it the flash Ooh, looking for daddy's little monster herself harley quinn harley uh... quinn. But, sorry mark i got a i got a little uh I told a story about Blue Iris and uh, Scary Perry on the show today. So was th- re- rehashing that one. Congrats all right. to all of your listeners. Yep. Next question. You know exactly the story I'm telling. Next question. Heroes and villains. What film has superhero characters named Gogo, Wasabi, and Honey Lemon? You know, Christian, some images you can just never get out of your skull. And uh, standing on the stairs going up to the belly room, looking down on what I was witnessing. Oh, were you there that night? I was there a different night. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Jen. This is the moment where my Disney love gets to come in. Big Hero 6. Yes, it is. And Alex? Big Hero 6. We tie the game. It's 7-7. All right, Mark, it's the final question. All right, folks, and the final question, as has been par for the course here in the Intergeekdom Tournament, is in the world of Mixed Bag. Let's jump in there with both feet, both hands, and pull something out. Your question, 
What comic book character has been played in movies by Judith Hogue, Paige Turco, and Megan Fox? Back to some of those nights, Christian. I, I don't know how we survived it. And even if I wanted to quit stand up, I couldn't just because of all the blood, sweat, and tears yeah. that were spent. That it's like now I have to keep going. Four, three, repeat. Uh, I can certainly one. do that. First one. So this is in the category of mixed bag. And the question What comic book character has been played in movies by Judith Hogue, Paige Turco, and Megan Fox? Pretty entertaining place late night, though, is the bottom line. Uh, oh, yeah. I would definitely say there's no. There, there may be some foul odors emanating. But... Ryan Lyon. Five, four, three, two, one. And Alex? Catwoman. No. And Jen? April O'Neil. Yes, that Let's is April O'Neil. And Christian, all of a sudden, we have a, I believe, mm. is Jen Kemp having the lead after round number one? Jen Kemp takes the lead. She was down 0-1, but she stood in there. She scrapped with Damon, and she finds herself with a one-point lead as she gets into it, only missing two in her debut. Great showing here by the meme queen as we get into round number two. Mark, how's that go? That's right. In a phrasing that will not be blocked by title. Oh, look, there they are. In round number two, it's known as the wheel round. So each competitor gets a spin at our gorgeous electronic wheel. And once the competitor settles on a category, you're going to be asked five questions. Yes, five for the inner geekdom questions. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if a competitor isn't sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point... Each competitor can use a JTE rule if they want. You can use a challenge to be issued by your manager, just like any other round. So, Christian, as we look at this, it's pretty incredible because Jen Kemp came from behind, like what you said, and now all of a sudden gets to spin the wheel first. If she wants to, Jen, it's well, your also yeah. we'll bring your manager in. Yeah, bring your manager in at the moment here. Sam, I'm going to bring Alex out for a moment. Uh, there is oh, – yeah. all right. So, Jen, so we're – we're going to give you guys uh, 60 seconds here to talk it out about what you want to do, and then you're going to have the wheel appear. So here's your 60 seconds starting now. All right. First off, Jen, that was such a spectacular first round. Oh. I am so proud of you. I am so impressed. I knew you could do it. Thank um, you. Great work. Uh, we've talked about this strategy before. As always, though, the decision comes down to you, whatever you're feeling, whatever you want to do. I, I think we we know what we're going to do. I'm not going to go against the will of the faction and everything because the will is strong and we know what we're doing. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, can you have your decision? What would you like to do? Go first or second? I will go second. Gentlemen first. All right. Thank you so much to both Jen and Sam. I'm going to drop you guys out here uh, for just a moment. We bring back, bring in Roxy and Alex Damon. Same thing, Roxy. You can have uh, 60 seconds here to talk to your competitor and then uh, you can spin, give some advice. Here you go. Love going first. This actually works better for us. Alex, you know you've played this game enough times to know this doesn't matter at all. You're down by one point. It's pretty much a tie game. It's like starting over. Um, you know what we're looking for on the wheel. You know what to do. And I have all the faith in, uh, faith in the world. The first round is surface level knowledge. So she had that. That's fine. You had just as much as she did. Let's see what she can do in the second round. I guarantee you it's not what you can do. All right. If that's, that's it. Uh, let's bring, we'll bring that wheel up. And again, same thing, Roxy. You'll be able to talk it through. You'll have a minute to talk through after the first spin if Alex chooses to uh, to spin again. Or- 
I choose to not spin. We're, we're good where it's at. Yeah, let's just keep it there. That's a good decision for us. All right, so Alex is going to take Star Wars. <laughs> let's, let's do the spin. There you go. All right, round and round. Will it land back on Star Wars, or will Alex get to once again impress us with his knowledge of other interdictum categories? He gets out of the way of his opponent's choice, and he gets heroes and villains. You guys can talk it out. You have uh, 60 seconds to do so, starting now. Alex, how are you feeling? Eh. I think... <laughs> I, I agree. I think that this is kind of a... It's the same thing as getting mixed bag. It's all over the place. Uh, I think that if you feel like spinning again, I think that that's a fair choice unless you... Nah, okay. Spin again. Okay, I agree. Spin again. I'm with all you. Right. All right, so here we go. Whatever you hit here... You no got matter what this is, it's going to be perfect for us, though. Here we go. This is the choice. Star Trek. It's a star. It's okay. not the one you want. Halfway there. Halfway there. You, got one you don't know that it's not the one that we wanted. What do All you right. know, Christian? I don't know anything. You're right. You, you don't know anything. Remember that. All right. Take it easy, Roxy. I can still <laughs> like, I know, I know All your kids are beating up on you, Christian. I know. It's true. All right. I'm going to. Uh, there is Jen. And there is Alex. Okay, Alex. So you're going to get here. You're going to get six. Excuse me. Five questions in the realm of Star Trek. And we do need uh, competitors. We do need to be able to see your hands. You can fold them. You can clasp them. You can keep them up like this. However you want, just as long as we can see all those beautiful, beautiful talons. All right. Are you ready? Ready. All right. In the final frontier, what is the name of the city on Nimbus 3 where Cybok kidnaps multiple alien ambassadors? Paradise City. Correct. For two points. All right, here's question two. Star Trek Nemesis was the last film with the cast from Star Trek Generation. What Generation's film preceded it? Insurrection. That is correct. Two more points. All right. Next question. Who directed Star Trek The Undiscovered Country? Nicholas Meyer. Two more points. Alex Damon showing he knows about all stars so far. Here we go. Early in Star Trek Into Darkness, Kirk is demoted to first officer of the Enterprise after violating the Prime Directive. Who directly takes over as commanding officer of the ship? Five, four. Pike. Pike is correct. Two points for a big, big move there. And your final question here. In which Star Trek film does Dr. McCoy say, back home we have a saying, if you're going to ride in the Kentucky Derby, you don't leave your prize stallion in the stable. Five, four, three. Repeat. First one. In which Star Trek film does Dr. McCoy say, back home we have a saying, if you're going to ride in the Kentucky Derby, you don't leave your prize stallion in the stable. Star Trek 2009. That's correct for two points. Alec Damon with a massive, massive. What happened? 
Star Trek round blacked out. Holy moly, that was something else. Maybe Roxy was right. Maybe that was the one they were looking for. Roxy wants to come in here and say some words. <laughs> you can, you can That's take- my man. I mean, Christian, did I say you knew nothing or did I say you knew nothing? That's right. Well, yeah, I, know you, I know that I can still do that to you. All right, so now you are out, but... 17 to 8, a big second round for the Star Wars champion. Uh, now we're going to bring in Sam Levine here. We're going to bring out Alex for just a second. Sam, same thing here. You got a minute to talk to your competitor should you need it. Here you go, starting now. Uh, look, I, 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 I'm, uh, you know, sad they didn't keep asking who played the castmates in the original Star Trek movies because apparently Alex didn't know that. So they just kept it real base, simple. Who directed this? Yeah. You know, who, uh, what movie came before what movie? So here's hoping that you get just as lucky with some very base level, general, I read it on a piece of paper questions. You got this, Jen. I know you Thank can do you. it. Thank you. This is the first time I've ever said this, but I would have loved that Star Trek category. I so. know. I know. <laughs> I would have loved it too. All right. Well, here we go. So. To, to no one's surprise, Sam Levine talking about uh, subject matter as far as base level and all that other stuff. All right, here we go. So let's uh, let us start with the first spin here. Here we go. All right, it's a tall order to match what Alex Damon just did, Christian. Ooh, the Wizarding World. Talk this out here. You got. Uh, I mean, I have pretty good confidence in you in this uh, field. I, how do you feel? I, I think of what's up there right now, that's probably, I think we're good. I don't want to risk any Star Wars kind of steals nope. and everything. So, yeah, I think I we're, we're good to go here. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, so there we go. We have uh, Wizarding World, and to PJ Campbell's dismay, we're going with, yet again, Wizarding World. All right, thank you. Let's bring back Alex Damon. Okay, Alex, same thing here. Yep, keep your hands up. And Mark, the Wizarding World, here we come. It is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's really just the Wizarding World because even before he was born, they made movies about him, and uh, we don't really talk about him. But they might come up in this round to see. No, Jen, five questions. Each one's worth two points. Your first question, what enchanted instrument puts Fluffy, the terrifying three-headed dog, to sleep in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? It's a harp. It is a harp putting that beautiful beast to bed for a little nap. Two points, and we move on to your second question, Jen. At the beginning of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Voldemort is torturing Professor Charity Burbage, who taught which class at Hogwarts? I think I know it, but I want to be safe here, so let's go multiple choice. Okay. Is it A, muggle history, B, muggle studies, C, communicating with muggles, or D, understanding muggles? Muggle studies. It is muggle studies for a point. That's a wide maneuver to multiple choice there, Christian. He clearly knows how to play the game very, very astutely. All right. Well, here's the next question, Mark. Third one. Who plays Minister of Magic Cornelius Fudge in the first five Harry Potter films? We're going to have to go multiple choice on this one. All right. Is it A, Robert Hardy, B, Adrian Rollins, C, Mark Williams, or D, David Bradley? Uh, 
five, four, three. Repeat. For second one. All right. Who plays Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge, in the first five Harry Potter films? And your multiple choice options for a point. Is it A, Robert Hardy, B, Adrian Rollins, C, Mark Williams, or D, David Bradley? Gonna go D. That is incorrect, Alex, for a one-point steal. I'm gonna give you your multiple choice options once again. Is it A, Robert Hardy, B, Adrian Rollins, C, Mark Williams, or D, David Bradley? Robert Hardy. It is Robert Hardy, and that's a big steal for Alex Damon. Big steal there for for Alex Damon as we get to our next question. Question number three, Mark. Uh, This is question number four, and it's the penultimate question in the wizarding world, Jen. For two points, what famous wizard first mentioned in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone makes his first on-screen appearance in Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald? It's Nicholas Flamel, and it stops the movie dead. (laughs) <laughs> I would agree with that criticism, although I forgot that part of the film. So I guess by proxy, I do agree with you. That's two points, most importantly. All right. Well, here is the last question here to find right now the score. 18-13. Big points here for Jen Kemp with this last question mark. Okay, Jen. Uh, you made it to round three regardless. There's no knockout afoot, which is good news. The better news, you can... Cut the lead to three going into round number three if you get this question correct without needing multiple choice. That question is, in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Gryffindor is playing a Quidditch match against which other house when Dementors crash the game? Hufflepuff. It is the legendary Hufflepuff Quidditch team, which they made a documentary on ESPN about Christian. It's just a three-point lead for Alex Damon going into round number three. This has been a scrap. This has been an absolute scrap between Jen Kemp and Alex Damon. You saw in the first round, Jen Kemp came and take took the lead in the first round. Alex Damon shocks everyone and says, oh, I know more about just Star Wars. I'll show you a little of my Star Trek. And he gets a perfect second round. But Jen Kemp comes back, scraps, and gets herself within three here as we get into the final round, Mark. How does round number three go? Round number three is going to be the final round in today's match. It will determine the winner unless we go to sudden death overtime. Here's how it works. We need a series of numbers from each competitor. We need three numbers in total from each of you. These numbers can range from 1 to 15. Each number is going to correspond to a different corner of movie trivia, schmodown, inner geekdom, know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. And your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five possibly of the biggest points of your career. Now, we are going to ask Alex Damon for his numbers first from 1 to 15. We need all three of them now, Alex, because you currently enjoy a three-point lead. So from 1 to 15, what feels luckiest? You know, I've never done this before, but I'm going to go 11, 3, and 8. I'm going to finally do it. I love that. I love those numbers. 1, 1, 3. I like what you did there. Uh, I love that. And Kemp? I'll do 7, 9, and 2. Seven, nine, and two. Okay, but, horrible numbers. I just like know that for sure. Just ugly numbers. Before we, uh, before we let you both out here, too. First, uh, Sam, we'll give you uh, thirty seconds to talk to your competitor. Here you go. Okay. Hey, Jen, who directed uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Chris Columbus. Two points right there for my girl. Okay, you got this, Jen. Perfect. All right. <laughs> just keeping her, just, just keeping that lather going is is what a great manager right there is doing. What if I got that wrong? I just wanted to know that she knows. <laughs> 
absolutely more than she's allowing herself to feel right now. You crushed that. They asked really hard questions, and you battled so well. You got this. Shake it off. Round three is all that matters now. All right, Roxy. They asked hard questions. She said Hufflepuff. There was only two options, three options. Are you kidding me? Uh, Alex Damon, you are a champion. You are an absolute champion. You're in the lead because you're a champion. You're going to win this match because you're a champion. Those numbers were sexy numbers. I feel that. And uh, I'm excited to see what you do in this third round. You got this, baby. All right. Thank you, Roxy Stryer and Sam Levine here. All right. So we're going to start with Jen Kemp here, Mark, because she's got to avoid the TKO and bounce it back to Alex Damon. She's down by three. So, Jen, you chose category number seven for your first category. I put you at the in the MCU. All right, Jen, 20 seconds for this one. What was the fourth MCU film to be released in theaters directly after Iron Man 2? Four. Repeat. Last one. What was the fourth MCU film to be released in theaters directly after Iron Man 2? Iron Man 3. Looking for Thor. Thor was the question. Thor was the answer. Jen, for three points here. Your next question, you chose category number nine, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. In the last crusade, the second grail maker is located in what city? Venice. That's correct. Three points. We're tied. All right. So we are now tied. So we're going to bounce back to Alex Damon. Jen avoids the TKO and the potential four points for the rock stars there. So, Mark, Alex chose uh, category number 11. That's right, Christian, and a very erotic number, as quoted by Roxy Stryer. So a two-point question, Alex, to give you the lead. Solo possession therein, once again, is going to be in the world of Marvel movies. Not MCU. Marvel movies. Marvel movies. Uh, which, what number was that? Oh, 11, right? It was 11. Yes. All right, Alex, for two points and the lead, who plays Johnny Blaze's girlfriend, Roxanne, in the 2007 film Ghost Rider? Eva Mendes. Two points, and Alex Damon's back on top, Christian. All right, so where we are now is Jen Kemp gets a five-point question. Jen Kemp gets a five-point question here. If she hits it, it bounces back to Alex Damon. If not, the Rockstars and Alex Damon will advance to the next round. Jen, you chose category number two for your five-rounder. Excuse me. You chose category number two for your five-pointer. Back to the future. Back to the future. Here you go. Which actor plays Lorraine's younger brother, Milton, in the first film? Five, 
four, three, two. Congratulations, Alex. Elijah Wood. And your winner, advancing to the next round, Alex the Demon Damon. Alex Damon takes it. And we're going to bring in both the answer we're looking for from the Wonder Years, Jason Hervey. Yeah, we're looking for Jason Hervey from the Wonder Years. Yes. So, all right. So, real quick, uh, gonna thank you both for Jen and Sam at the moment. We're going to put you guys in the waiting room. We'll be right back here with this great match from Jen Kemp. Uh, Roxy, a big win here. Big win. You, you, you finally heard the, the words and you're winner. I don't want to stress you out, Alex, but we needed that so bad. Uh, That was like all the pressure in the world on you. And you just delivered in a massive, massive way. Um, I know that that round two, I mean, I can't believe that round two was so flawless, literally. And you're such a champion and you prove why every single match you play it's incredibly impressive. Uh, Jen Kemp, I will say, I watched a lot of her fan matches, and I think she has she improves every time she competes as well. She is a beast, and I think that she's somebody not to be taken lightly in this league. So she did an awesome job. Just so happened at the end there, Alex, I saw you get a little jealous of some of those categories that she pulled. One day. Uh, I know. One day <laughs> One day you'll, you'll get those. Uh, but she did a great job. But Alex, you just bested her today, and, and I'm really proud of you. Alex, uh, look, man, uh, obviously everybody knows what you know about Star Wars, but this Star Trek, that's a, that's a dangerous thing going in there, cleaning out that round in the second round. Have you always been a Star Trek fan or was this something that you studied up on uh, leading up to these matches? You don't uh, have to answer that question, remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll just say as a Star Wars fan, nothing against Star Trek. Uh, it's just I love universe one universe more than the other one. Uh, and, you know, DeForest Kelly, that was all mind game, Sam. That was just to get in your head and make you think I didn't know. Or I brain farted. I don't know. You can decide. Uh, you know, with, with Alex Damon, Christian, everybody's going to be talking about what an incredible, perfect round he had in round number two. But Alex, I want to take you back to the end of round number one, where you suddenly find yourself losing eight to seven. I know it's just a one point match, but what's going through your mind? What's what's making your stomach churn at that point in the match? Are you getting a little bit of anxiety? I'm always anxious, Mark. That's my secret. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, some of that stuff is, like I said, it's just a matter of time for me to get to everything. And there are some things that I'm like, mixed bag is, I'll, there's a lot of stuff in it. And uh, it's that April O'Neil question, I just forgot that was even a comic book originally. So I was stuck thinking like Batman, Superman, where, where was she? Where was Megan Fox? All I could think of was Jonah Hex. Well, I mean, Roxy, I will say this now. You got you find yourself in a second round matchup against Robert Meyer Burnett, the Burning Drews, and Brandon Hanna. You've been very vocal about what Brandon Hanna has been doing, the way that he's kind of turned his back on people. He is, you know, he's not going to take any shots when it comes to both you and Alex Damon. Any words uh, going into your next match here with Brandon Hanna? Yeah, his personality is better than his game. And uh, I think that it's great that he's been taking his shots at other people and it's all fun and games right now. But when he has to go against Alex Damon, I mean, come on, we're talking about somebody who is a legitimate champion here versus somebody who was a fan who's kind of finding his way and making himself into this heel. Um, and, it, he's, you know, he's trying and at least he's got a character now, but at least he's a, a player now. But really, 
nobody knew his name like a week ago. So, Alex, any words on Brandon Hanna as we uh, let you go here? I, I've seen his name on Facebook. I know he's making waves, but I mean, I'm going to do the same thing I always do. I'm going to come here. I'm going to have fun answering questions. It seems to work out for me so far. Well, Alex, Roxy, congratulations. Massive win here for the Rockstars, picking up a big three points as you advance into the second round against a game, Jen Kemp. All right, so now we have the manager of the usual suspects, Sam Levine and Jen Kemp. We start with Jen here. Jen, hell of a match here. You saw yourself in the first round with a few points over Alex Damon. That had to make you feel good going into round number two, but were you shocked about how good he was in Star Trek? Not particularly because having studied so much into star trek because uh if you follow me at all in the fan leagues you know i wasn't the biggest fan but i have time now and i studied so now i know every single ship that landed on every single planet and every single captain that ran it so i would have loved that star trek category honestly but uh but there were other things that were completely on me in terms of like just second guessing myself and going multiple choice when i probably shouldn't have and yeah so it's Whenever I go out, I try to play my best. And Alex, he played his best today. So I'm totally fine with it. But I know I could have done a little bit better if I had just... It's it's first-time nerves, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It, Jen, on that note, I mean, I, I've gotten to meet you at, at comedy clubs and conventions. And we've gotten to hang out. So I know what a competitor you are. And I know you got to be disappointed at not getting the win today. But do you also feel maybe a sense of, hey, I just put this entire schmodown world on notice that I can compete with the best players in the game. Yeah, like I I never positioned myself saying, oh, I'm gonna be the best person in inner geekdom. I thought I would do solid. So when I saw that I had Alex Damon in my first match, yeah, I was a little concerned. And I know that everyone assumed that I was gonna lose. And guess what? You're right. But uh, I, I think I came out and I proved that I know my stuff. And it's just one of those things of you never know exactly what you're gonna get. Like, I know now what Max Trex's password is on his computer. It's the name of his dog, Geraldo. And no one should know that. But I know that now because that's all I've been doing for the past week. Well, great. played absolutely great. And that's the same thing, Sam. You know, you, you had said exactly that. She was going to come in here. She was going to show people what she knew. And I think that regardless of whether she advances or not, we're gonna, we've found a new competitor here in Jen Kemp in the IG division. Oh, absolutely, 100%. This was just the beginning for Jen Kemp in the Intergeekdom division. No two ways about it. Uh, you know, you've heard me say it before. You've heard every other player and manager say it before. Luck is a huge factor in these matches. And sometimes you either need to get a little luck or you need your opponent to get a little unlucky. And sometimes when both of those don't go in your favor, it, it, you know, it's going to be the deciding factor in a match, but I, my confidence in Jen as an IG player is only strengthened by her performance today. Um, you know, and like she said, this is her first real match in the movie Trivia Schmodown. So there are going to be first game jitters. Like she said, she should have trusted her gut when she went to multiple choice, you know, on maybe one or two of those questions. And that's okay. Those are always going to be the little speed bumps that, uh, players who are just getting started in the movie trivia showdown are going to encounter, but I know with each match that she gets to play, she is going to become that much stronger and that much more confident in herself as a player, and she is absolutely going to be a force to be reckoned with in the IG division from here on out. 
Well said, the Sam Levine, manager of Usual Suspects. Obviously, I'm sure a bummer here, but nonetheless, a hard-fought match. Sam and Jen, thank you very much for joining us here today. Uh, really wanted to thank you, and we appreciate it. Yep. All right. It's going to bring uh, you and me back to where it all started. Just you and I sitting here saying, hey, look at it. Let's do a tournament. It's uh, it, it's going to be such a great match that we are going to be treated to eventually with Alex Damon going up against Brandon Hanna. But, you know, it, Christian, the thing that I'm already amazed, and it really is before the start of this tournament, I think it'd be the start of this season, season seven, the new era, such an influx of fresh talent coming in to the world of the Schmodown. And so when you, back in January, even before coined it the new era, it was new in ways that we didn't think, and maybe we got thrown some curveballs we didn't expect or even want. But as far as the new competitors coming in here and really showing what they have, I'm amazed at how much talent is out there, and I look forward to seeing a lot more of what I've seen just a little of so far. Well, so the Rockstars picking themselves a big three points here are the standings as they are today. You see the graphic. That's where the rock stars stand now in the movie trivia showdown after both the Star Wars tournaments and the inner geekdom tournaments are underway. You got Roxy's got to be feeling good because, like I said, she didn't uh, Star Wars didn't work out how she wanted to. Vavita got knocked out in that. But now Damon, once again, is her golden. Uh, it's her golden boy. He's the only one right now that is uh, her, him and Stacy who have gotten her win. So she's got to be loving Alex Damon at the moment. Yeah, and as we're updating these standings in real time virtually, you see how important this win was today. And man, I mean, just imagine the scenario where if Alex Damon can somehow get past Brandon Hanna and continue in this tournament, it's it's really going to be lighting it up for the rock stars. She really has backed the right horse, it would appear. Yeah, just a clarification. So she had uh, Quibedo in Star Wars, and then Vavido was that opening match. Uh, all right, of IG. So, guys, once again, thank you very much. If you are, if you, for watching this match, leave a comment, click like. You are able to get the Thursday match early if you are a Movie Trivia Schmodown patron. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash schmodown and become a patron at any level, and you will get it either on Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget, the Star Wars tournament still going on. We're almost done, but get on over to twitch.tv slash the schmodown. Become a follower over there. For the great Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. See you next time. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com.